0: He does not have a role at this time in the uh, Trump administration, and we put out a statement earlier uh, announcing that. And I don't have much else to add. Yeah. Process TikTok. Look, uh, as we've said several times before, what matters most to us is not who's employed in the White House, but who's employed in the rest of the country, and we're focused on the president's agenda. What's going on y'all? This is Lexi Bess and you're listening to the Lexi Best podcast. So in case you aren't aware, the White House is now episode like six of The Apprentice in the White House. So Scaramucci was fired. He was let go. He was asked to resign or he resigned. Something that's still a little foggy. So what you just heard in the beginning was the White House briefing where Sarah Sanders was going over the list of things for the day, and pretty much she listed all the things of the day. But there were practically any questions like there were no questions about that all the questions were targeted towards the Scaramucci being let go or being fired because he was there in the morning but he was let go before lunch so that was interesting the president certainly felt uh that anthony's comments were inappropriate for a person in that position um and he didn't want to burden general kelly so pretty much what has happened is you have General Kelly, who is the new White House Chief of Staff. So the way that this works is you have the President of the United States, and then you have the Chief of Staff. And usually the Chief the Chief of Staff is in charge of everyone who is on the ticket, or everyone who works for the President. The Chief of Staff, that's their boss. And then there's the President. So you have this chain of command system. Scaramucci was the White House Communications Director. So before Scaramucci just went around the Chief of Staff, Priebus... Just straight up went around him and went straight to the president. Well, whenever Priebus was fired because Trump, there was a whole situation and I'm pretty sure that he was the leaker. That's just me. It You form your own opinions. So after he was like, go, and Trump made this general the White House chief of staff, you should know that if you hire a general as a White House chief of staff, the chain of command is going to be very much enforced. And that's what Trump wanted. That's what Trump got. And Scaramucci, I don't think Scaramucci could handle it. He wanted to report straight to the president, and he couldn't do that anymore. He had to go through uh, General Kelly. But also what I think happened is that these comments, so back up a little bit more, Scaramucci made these comments about Priebus to the New Yorker, which were highly inappropriate for someone in that position. And of course, Trump was very disappointed in him. Why would you ever say that? But at the same time, it doesn't surprise you because it is, Scaramucci. But anyway, so the, those are the comments that Sarah is talking about, that Miss Sanders is talking about. Uh, these comments that Scaramucci made were absolutely inappropriate, and Trump was not about that life. So he told General Kelly to take care of it, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, the president's given full authority to General Kelly, and he'll make those determinations. So I really don't feel like beating a dead horse, because I feel like that's what's been happening for quite a few days now, So everyone is still stuck on this whole Scaramucci situation. And I'm honestly quite over it so that you can understand the situation here's what's happened the president has gotten a new chief of staff it's a general he's very much into the chain of command if you're not going to report to the chief of staff general kelly in order to get to the president you're done you're next he's not having it he's cut and dry and it's beautiful and i'm all about it so now i want to play a fun game called how long did they last in the white house Woo! Super fun. Super fun times. So the first person we have up is Anthony Scaramucci. We all know how long he lasted. He was the communications director. He lasted 10 days. Uh, so that was, you know, interesting. And then number two, we have Sally Yates, who lasted 10 days in office. She was the acting attorney general. Uh, she was an Obama appointee. She disagreed with the Trump's travel ban and told the Justice Department not to defend it in court. And Trump said, girl, bye. Then we have Michael Flynn, who is the national security advisor. He lasted 24 days. And Flynn misled Mike Pence about his conversations with Russia's ambassador to the U.S. So the Trump administration was like, boy, bye. Now, the next person, she wasn't dismissed by the Trump administration. She wanted to take a different route with her life. So that's absolutely respectable. So next we have Katie Walsh. She was the White House deputy chief of staff. She was in office for 69 days, and she left so that she could work as an advisor for America First, which is a pro-Trump nonprofit, uh, as well as the Republican National Convention. So that's understood. I, I understand that. Up next, we have a communications director. I'm telling you, they just need to stop. They just need to leave that position open. Michael Dubke lasted 88 days in office, and it's uncertain why he left, but insiders told Mike Allen, who is a political reporter for Politico, that uh, Dubke never really meshed well with those already in the white house so he was like peace uh and then we have our favorite where literally everyone left work early to go to the bars to watch his hearing it was ridiculous we have james comey who is the director of the fbi and he lasted 109 days under president trump and we trump fired comey as the russia probe was intensifying and you know all that stuff and then we have sean spicer bless his bless his heart uh, he was the White House press secretary and the communications director. And he lasted 182 days in office. You know, mad. Less is hard for sticking with it lot, that long. Then we have Michael Short, who is the assistant press secretary. And he lasted 187 days. And Short was close to Spicer. And Politico actually reported that Scaramucci planned to fire him. But Short beat him to it because he quit. He was like, boy, bah." And then we have... The White House Chief of Staff, Priebus, who lasted 189 days in office, and Scaramucci accused Priebus of leaking information to the press, and Trump announced that he would be replacing his Chief of Staff days later, which is, it wasn't even announced that Priebus was being let go. Trump just announced that he was replacing Priebus, and everyone was like, oh, okay, so that's happening. Good to know. Okay, great, cool. So to end this discussion on the White House chief of staff and what in the world is happening in the White House and all that good stuff, I just wanted to point out the importance of following people that aren't mainstream media. So Mike Cernovich, if you don't follow him, you should. I mean, he has 323,000 followers, so he doesn't need me to boost him. But here I am. Because Mike Cernovich, he actually tweeted that Priebus was being replaced as chief of staff. And he tweeted that on July 28th. And actually a week earlier, Roger Stone, if you don't know who Roger Stone is, then you really are... I don't even know how to. It was like Roger Stone was the man behind President Trump during his campaign. And there's a whole documentary on Netflix and you should watch it. But anyway, Roger Stone on Infowars claimed that John Kelly was under consideration for Priebus's job, which was two days before the New York Times reported it. So Roger Stone tweeted about that on July 25th and New York Times didn't report until two days later. And then a week before that, Cernovich reported that Priebus was planting hit pieces on new White House communications director Anthony Scaramucci. So it's just crazy that these right sources that people like to call them alt-right because they try to add this negative connotation to alt-right, but they can just go away. The importance of this is that with the whole fake news and not being able to trust the mainstream media sources, it's really wonderful that you can follow these these Twitter accounts, and they are getting actual sources and they are reporting actual news and they're reporting it quicker than the New York Times can. And it's just wonderful. So I just wanted to throw in that piece really quick to highly encourage you to follow these right. I follow them. Um, Mike Cernovich and Roger Stone were the two that I was talking about. Um, at Cernovich on Twitter, and at Roger J. Stone Jr. on Twitter. So while everyone was distracted by the whole Scaramucci situation, things were still happening around the world. I know it's a shocker. So over the weekend, the Venezuelan president, Nicolas Maduro, held an election on Sunday to select the members of a constituent assembly that will rewrite the country's constitution. This led to clashes. uh, If you turn on the TV to learn about the world, what's going on in the world today, there have been a lot of really hostile protests, And because of this, there was a lot of opposition and 10 were left dead. Not only that, but the president took things a step further overnight as the Venezuelan Secret Service uh, house arrest went into two opposition leaders' houses and arrested them. So that's nice. With Russia, after both houses of the U.S. Congress passed a sanctions bill, Russia ordered that the United States over the weekend cut its diplomatic staff in Russia by 755 employees so that it would match how many Russia representatives were in the United States. So that's a little feisty. And then you have this other military situation where Russia is going to continue with their military exercise along its western border. And that will bring up to 100,000 troops to its border with NATO nations. So that's really scary because there's a worry. There's this concern among security experts, uh, according to the New York Times, that those troops may never leave the area as a show of force. So that would kind of create a little bit of tension, but you can imagine. With North Korea, North Korea launched another intercontinental ballistic missile on a 45 minute flight on Friday, with a which landed right off the coast of Japan. And according to CNN, uh, this launch was the most advanced yet, and it could hit. Los Angeles, Denver and Chicago, according to its range, if fired at a more in depth trajectory in a longer trajectory. So that should help you sleep at night. Last but certainly not least, you have Iran, who is also responding to the sanctions bill that was passed by both houses of Congress. Russia is responding to it as well as Iran because there were sanctions against Iran because of their ballistic missile program. We just have a lot of problems with ballistic missiles. I just, just it's too much. So the, the foreign ministry spokesman called these sanctions hostile, reprehensible and unacceptable. And the spokesman told that to Al Jazeera. And Iran promised to continue with its ballistic missile program because they believe it's a domestic program that cannot be interfered with internationally. So that's what's going on in the world. I'm so happy that you could catch up with that since we were all just shook by the Scaramucci situation. So that was pretty much everything I wanted to cover. I wanted to kind of go through that White House briefing where Sarah Sanders went over the whole Scaramucci situation. And then I wanted to take you a little bit another step further into the Trump administration and who all's been fired and who all's just left and all that good stuff. And then I wanted to make you aware of what's happening in the world so that even though we are distracted by these simple domestic issues of scaramucci, there are things going on in the world that we need to be aware of because it could end up affecting affecting us as well and it's just important to be aware of your surroundings and being aware of what's going on in the world because it's not everything isn't about the united states and i mean as much as i love us go us of a it's not all about us and we need to be aware of what's happening around us thank you so much for listening today if you would please subscribe to this podcast please follow me on twitter at lexi Best, instagram at lexi Best, and i'm also on facebook at official lexi Best, where i post videos which will be restarting this week Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed one.